Grab a six pack, sit back to prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back to prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back to prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 230 of the Drunk Dashers Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Tyler. And join me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Circle Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, everybody, I'm doing all right. This past Friday was kind of a special one for me as, uh, <laughs> well, let's just say I did manage to pick up some games. <laughs> but before I get into that, though, okay. I just kind of want to know, it's like, how are you doing, Tyler? Uh, heart palpitations is, is the response. I, I, the only thing I can think of right now. Uh, right now we are oh, with a minute 40 left in the game. Iowa is beating Penn State, number four ranked team in the country. Uh, watching the game right now as we speak. So if I freak out sometime in between, about two minutes before we start recording, they scored a touchdown, take the lead. So I start freaking out randomly. Uh, I apologize, slash don't apologize. Um, <laughs> but we have another person here this week, actually. Um, I invited Steph Curry, but he said he didn't, he didn't want to come, so I, I uh, took back his invitation to come <laughs> to the show. Uh <laughs> understandable yeah and so as a lebron james has already went on record saying tyler courtney you bum go ahead do yeah this. yeah lebron james <laughs> called me a, a bum on twitter uh you really did justin doesn't know what's going famous, on now dude no justin doesn't know what's going on that's a donald trump joke uh oh <laughs> justin's a lucky one he just like distances himself from the internet uh <laughs> but uh no justin's here hello hello, hello. robin williams how are you mrs doubtfire doing good been a few weeks. You for night up fire. No, I'm doing good. Uh, uh, a reoccurring theme here. It's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, back. A few weeks. Glad to be back. Yeah, yeah, doing good though. That's good. Yes. Drinking the cherry wheat. Drinking the cherry wheat. It's delicious. Yes, it is. It's actually ones you you brought over a few weeks ago. Oh, last wow. ones remaining. Cool. So, yeah. I feel terrible now. You. No, it's all right. It's all right. It's delicious. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm. Uh. Never mind. Okay. I think something's coming for you, though, later in the show, or oh, soon. Yeah. You'll know. Is it my heart stopping? If uh, I lose this game? You might need a bypass after uh, Gables gives you some grease. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I like where this is going. Yeah. Uh, You'll know when it hits. Okay. Is it like Taco Bell, like an hour after you Taco Bell kind of thing? Mm. The good kind of grease. Oh, okay. Like bebops? Grease? Yep. All right, cool. Yep. I'm I, I'm down. Um, <laughs> but anyways, Gables. Yes. All right. I don't know what's happening right anymore. <laughs> you, <laughs> you said, you said Gables. You, I'm like, okay. Um, I'm sorry. Like, I saw. <laughs> I, I, I'm watching the game in yeah. the background, and shit happened, and I'm just like, oh, okay, we're good. Uh, <laughs> did I say how I was doing? Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah. I don't know what's going on right now, guys. This is a high pressure moment for me. Uh, I don't know why. It's all doing... good. You're doing great. Okay, thank you. Deep breaths. Yep. Am I? Yep. Am I? Is I feel like we asked this question last time. 
did Ashley handle childbirth better or did, um, than I'm handling this right now? Or Yes. Okay. Yeah. But you're doing great. Thank you. She's phenomenal. You're doing great. Okay. Gables, you said you bought some stuff. Yes, I did. Tell me how, tell me how it went. All right. So to get things out of the way first, I'm going to talk about the game that I've actually played. Sorry. Game I've actually played a little bit since last night. I downloaded Pokemon Gold. Nice. And uh, let's just say I'm already five hours in it. Nice. And uh, I've just beat Whitney, the third gym leader. <laughs> is, that, is that the one with Miltank? Yeah, that's the one with Miltank. Fucking worst boss of all time. Okay. Miltank? Miltank. It's a, okay. It's a cow with nine nipples. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Whitney was the last gym, actually the last fight that I actually went through and finished. So, originally, when the Makers of Gold and Silver went through and devised this game, they put this gym leader, Whitney, inside a Goldenrod City. And the thing about this gym leader in particular is, you know, everything else seems to be easier. Like, uh, you defeat some of the gym trainers, and all of a sudden, and then you go up to, uh, eventually, the gym leader. And you're like, oh, okay, this is not going to be so bad and stuff. Okay, I beat the Clefairy, and then all of a sudden, like, she sends out her mill tank. Now... Sorry. Honestly, it wouldn't be so bad. Creature being sent out. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, it wouldn't be so bad if uh, if this was like, say, a Pokemon that uh, probably wasn't as bulky or probably did not have like restoration moves as this Miltank does. Well, here's the thing: already you have a level twenty Pokemon that not only is very bulky in terms of physical defense. But it has a couple of moves that are going to absolutely, like, just put you out of loop. One of them is uh, the move Rollout. Rollout is a move that if you hit it, each time it hits consecutively, it gets more powerful. So the first time it hits you, it's like, okay, it's like maybe you have five hit points. The next time it does, like, about 12, it's like, oh, no. Then all of a sudden the third one's, like, 24. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) But, uh... The other move that uh, this mill tank has is a move called Milk Drink. Why the <laughs> hell that a cow it's own, drinking its own milk <laughs> can replenish its own health? I mean, okay, that's kind of weird. But, you can't uh, do that? Oh, no, 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 no. If I could do that, man, that would be... <laughs> I would be seriously in the nurse's the office going into some <laughs> medical problems. <laughs> But, uh, no, for the milk drink, it actually replenishes, I believe, about, it looked like about 50 HP, personally. I'm not too sure how much of the amount, but I'll say this, it was enough to almost completely heal her milk tank almost in one use. It's a five-hour energy drink for you. There you go. But uh, the last move, which actually I was never even hit with in terms of uh, the entirety of the match, was Attract. Now, the thing about oh, yeah. this move is it's a gym leader's TM move. So you know it's going to be useful for some particular ports. But uh, with the move Attract, it just, if, uh, for say, you use, if you teach it to a Pokemon, let's say it's a female Pokemon, for example. If you face off against a male t- opponent, like a, a male Pokemon, you use Attract, it's going to attract the male, you know, to make it almost immobilized with love or some shit. You basically have a 50% chance of uh, landing a hit. <laughs> so anyway I ended up defeating this mill tank 
almost like uh, with a combined with a combined little uh, strategy that I had going here. So I went into the matchup with only three Pokemon. My starter type, my starter Pokemon, which uh, was uh, Cyndaquil, which I had at least went through as a Quilava at this point. That was around level 22. Then I have my Flaffy, which uh, is evolved from Mareep. That was like about 12, 21. And then the last one was uh, Furret. <laughs> Furret is evolved from Sentret, which is like one of those Squirrel-type Pokemon at the beginning of the game. But uh, the thing about it, I went forth and I led with Furret, took out the Guafari, then I switched over to my uh, Flaffy. It's so funny, because I've nicknamed <laughs> the Pokemon as well. Like, I nicknamed my Quilava Inferno, and uh, my Flaffy Watt. So, it's just little bits of, like, elemental-themed names that are going there. Uh, well, except for Furret, you know, I just nicknamed him Trent. <laughs> the Arby. I know, right? But uh, anyway, what I did when uh, she finally got out with her last Pokemon Mill Tank is immediately I hit Thunder Wave on it, paralyzed it. I used the move Flash, which is HM5 in this game. It, it makes a returning thing from the original Pokemon games, but anyway, I used Flash about five times <laughs> against that Mill Tank to make sure the accuracy was almost complete shit, so that when she eventually did use the move rollout or something, it would be incredibly hard for her to hit the move. So, at this point, I've hit all Flash. I've hit her with a paralysis and stuff. She's still hitting fucking moves on my team. <laughs> Which is kind of funny and frustrating. Because there are maybe, span maybe two or three turns in a row where she either is fully paralyzed with her mill tank or... The move misses, like, say, I've had Stomp miss quite a few times, which she tried to use it on my Pokemon. Now, what ended up happening was, I eventually went through and uh, paralyzed, used Flash a number of times, but the thing that was annoying the most, she kept using Milk Drink. <laughs> so oh I've God. got everything else set, and she keeps on replenishing health. This happened, like, five times during this fucking match. And I've had everything else. It's like, she's just, like, just delaying the inevitable, like, just going through. It's like, I'm already hitting a bunch of thunder shocks with Watt and stuff and just trying to whittle down stuff. I eventually went through and I beat that fucking mill tank with at least, uh, oh god, after the, maybe the ninth or the tenth thunder shock that I could possibly deliver. And, yeah, that's how I pretty much defeated that freaking mill tank. I mean, Jesus Christ, I will say, though, after that match and stuff, I saved my game. I turned it off. I'm like, oh, my God. Just getting that feeling back of playing Pokemon Gold and stuff and just finding out alternative ways where I can beat pump, like opponents and stuff is just hilarious to me. Because, I kid you not, this is the fastest I've actually gone through this portion of the game without having to uh, train a whole party of Pokemon. Because normally when I would play through the game, I, my Pokemon would at least be about 15 to about 17 going through the area. But because I chose, like, uh, the three that I have, they were a lot more leveled up than they should have been. <laughs> and I was still having trouble with that fucking mill tank. <laughs> but uh, as far as, like, other things for Pokemon Gold are concerned, the game runs great. The character sprites are actually a lot more colorful on the 3DS XL that I've noticed. 
let's see. The save structure sort of works similarly to how red, blue, and yellow were on the Virtual Console when they released last year, which isn't bad. All you just need to do is just save the game and stuff. There's no suspend states or other types of stuff because that doesn't really serve any purpose right now. But uh, other than that, it's like I've been really enjoying playing through Pokemon Gold again, you know? As far as teams go, I have roughly an idea of what I want to go with, with what type of party members, and it's going to be absolutely hilarious when I finally get them into order, because it's going to be something that I've never actually done before. (laughs) But, uh, yes, other than Pokemon Gold, now that was probably the only game that I really played in depth over the past week besides Pokemon Diamond which I'm stuck like a Mount Cornet trying to face off against the last of Team Galactic, but I'll talk more about that whenever like uh, I finally get around to going through the rest of the game and beating it. <laughs> but what I will say is there were a couple other games I picked up. One, Metroid, Samus Returns. Oh, nice. For the 3DS. Mm. The other one, Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh. Yesterday. I knew that. I knew that. Yesterday I was I went to GameStop. I got Metroid and stuff. Then later on at Walmart, it's like I was just literally looking at the two of the games that there was a couple options here. It's like, okay, do I get Pokemon Tournament or do I get Destiny Two? And I look at both of them for a long time. Then I just return to Walmart today. I'm like, you know, fuck it. I'm getting Destiny Two. I need a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's how gaming has been for my week. So, Very cool, man. Yeah. Glad you're jumping into the uh, Pokemon world and also yeah. uh, Pokemon Gold world. I'm sorry, yeah. and also picking up on that Destiny too. Speaking of, I'm gonna go real quick, Justin. Since go we're for speaking it. Speaking of it already, uh, <clears throat> Destiny two finished it up this week. Uh, I so house has been empty this week. Family was in Vegas, yeah. so uh, oh. yeah. So I. Had plenty of time. The you know, downside always with Destiny really is it's been an online only game, so like shit's always, like you can't just walk away from Destiny. Like you can't just pause it and walk away. Uh, it's sort of like me. Like like I'll just randomly like, walk away from shit a lot. Uh-huh. When I'm like you know playing games, like oh cool, pause it, go away for an hour, whatever. Destiny can't do that. Uh, so this week nobody was around, so I delved a lot into Destiny too with no distractions, and uh, spent like Thursday night. I think I played it for like four or five hours straight as I got off work. Nice. Stayed up way too late playing it. Stayed up until <laughs> almost ten o'clock Whoa. playing uh, <laughs> Destiny Two, guys. And that's a lot, that's late for me on a work night. And um, finished that up. Uh, really cool game. Talk, I raved about it a lot last week. Uh, I thought the um, in content was great. The final like section of the game was really good. Final ba- boss battles, whatever. Uh, wasn't anything amazing. It's a kind of a run of the mill kind of ball, final boss battle. But this boss battle, much I mean, completely different from the first game where I remember what I talked about before when I beat when we when Jake Gables and I beat Destiny One together. And that's the first time I beat the game, and uh, the other two had previously beat the game before. Mm. We beat the final boss. I'm like, that was it. That was actually I didn't even know we were like we were oh, yeah. at the end. I didn't had no I clue that too. Like when I played it by myself when I first got it. Yeah, like I'm like that was the final. Okay, and this game like did. No, I'm not gonna say it was. You know, I never said it was an amazing story, or it's not gonna blow anybody away. But adding a somewhat decent story with some really good-looking and interesting uh, uh, cutscenes, 
uh, makes a big difference and with some really cool characters. Uh, obviously, like I said, last last week Nathan Fillion's fantastic. Um, they have uh, what's his oh, fuck? He's from he's in like every other goddamn fucking video oh, game. I know who you're talking. Uh, black guy, with deep voice. I think he's in a uh, oh Jesus Christ. Um, I can picture. I can't. Black I can't think guy, of his name. Deep voice. He's um, in. He was in like Saints Row three. All the Saints Row three and four. Keith David. Yes, Keith David. That is not who I was thinking of. Huh. Never mind. Thinking of Darth Vader. Which goes back no. to the old adage: Samuel L. Jackson for my good days, Keith David for my bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Keith David, uh, he's in this game. Does a great job. Uh, it just everything across the board there is great. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it, it's a fun game. I, I I actually got to I hit the level cap, uh, level twenty. Um, maybe nice. two thirds or three quarters through the game, and uh, they actually kind of keep the level going where you can keep leveling up, and like every time you like you would like normally level up, you would just you earn like Ingrams, which unlock like better weapons and better gear for you, and that's where that point comes where like the after you hit the level cap in the first Destiny game was you got like you got light level, yeah, and you earn level, you got better gear, and like kind of improved your you improved your weapons and everything through that to get you to the next areas. In this game, same thing. Uh, this now with with the Ingram with the Ingram stuff. Every time you get more, you get more better. You get more stuff, better stuff. Uh, some if it, even if it isn't better, you can just sell and get good stuff out of it for selling it. Uh, but that <clears throat> I feel like I was constantly, even though I hit the level cap fairly early in the game and played for another six seven hours. I was doing every side quest I could for going to the next section, the next world. Uh, still have fun with it, finding cool stuff to uh, I was unlocking constantly. That part of it was like the numbers kept going up which in that in this game makes a big deal because that's basically like another level thing well that's almost more important than the level you're at is where your your light level is in this game power level because um, that that tells you like rec- it doesn't tell you recommended level you should be at to do this mission it tells you recommended power level you should be at mm-hmm. and um that's really the the true like kind of test i guess not test but really that's where you're at in this game i'm like at 218 right now which is um more enough to do like most of the stuff a lot of a lot of the main things in the game the only thing i really i'm i'm i can't do is the raid the raid you gotta be like 260 at uh, minimum uh and i heard really should be in the 270s before you jump into it um but other than that i can pretty much do everything i want to do in this game and i feel i'm still constantly going up like i i played for like an hour on friday night i want to say and i jumped up like four or five power levels so, um, getting really to nitty gritty there, but I mean, once you get, once you get through the game, that's kind of what, what there is to do. And actually the cool thing is once you finish the game, like the big <clears throat> complaint about Destiny 1 was, uh, not only like the main stuff you do in the game, but the stuff after you finish the campaign yep. was there was nothing like really outside of some strikes and, uh, some raids if you wanted, but that was really jumping gotta, on top of the roof. J- yeah. Or whatever uh-huh. that was. That was the funnest thing I ever did in that game. We, yeah, that was pretty talk, fun. The crucible? Oh, not the crucible. Um, uh, the, the the tower. Yeah, the back. tower. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like once you finish the game, though, there wasn't really anything to do, like uh, unless you were playing like in clans and like yeah. group big groups and stuff. Which I I, I beat this entire game. Like I said, outside playing with Kevin for like forty five minutes uh, by myself, and I didn't have a headset when I, when I played with him then. Uh, and I still had a lot of fun. And when I beat the game, like I. I started talking to like people, and I unlocked all these other missions, new missions I can do, and patrol. Now there's actual patrol missions where you never had patrol missions before. So they unlocked a bunch of a lot of cool content you can do after you beat the game. So there's actually in-game content. Don't know how much is there because I've only played a little bit since I beat the game. Yeah. Uh, but there's stuff you can do there 
and you can you get more gear and everything like that after you finish it, uh, which is a big deal, which is big uh, for a game. You know when it's a game that's built on like online and multiplayer, you got to keep it going somehow. But it's still, it's not like an online. The crucible is not the thing that's selling point of this game. It's the open world parts and like the worlds that sell this game. So you need to have stuff like this. So I'm curious how it is. But I've heard um, there is a lot of grinding that is necessary to get to like the 260, 270 level. Um, which won't bother me too much as long as there's new content to play because I'm not one to replay content. Um, yeah. So and if that comes the case, then uh, I feel like that's going to be a turn off to me outside of maybe playing with friends at that point. Like I'm actually in a Facebook messaging group with some friends from Talking Ship uh, now to uh, do uh, we're like the Destiny and Clan fan group, I think is what it's called or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'll have the, like, if I play with them, it's whatever. But like I'm not going to go by myself and go back and play old missions. Um, that's really the only thing I think I played this week. Yeah, yeah, it really is. As I'm mad, um, but next week, nice. uh, Cuphead comes out finally. I feel like I'm waiting for that game for like a decade. I think that game was announced uh, this like the same week we started this podcast. Yep. Like yeah, the Xbox was. reveal wow. was right around the time. Oh yeah, uh, that is when they revealed the game or announced it. Yeah, so that's finally gonna happen. Uh, supposedly yeah uh, god damn it it better be good yeah I think this yeah for its sake yeah let's hope so um <laughs> and then um, I probably might, might pick up Pokemon Silver for my fucking 3DS or updates yeah um, that's weird yeah but that, that's really all I've been playing Destiny 2 finish it up uh, if I jump back into it and there's more to add I'll, I'll talk more about it but uh kind of if you really want my true feelings on the game overall Check out last week's show when I talked about it. That was I jumped more into details on everything about it. But yeah, great game, Josie. What have you been playing? Yo, uh, I'll start with the first game. Uh, like oldest to newest probably makes m- most sense. Uh, I've been playing Mario Plus Rabbids since. Oh yeah! Oh my since, god! Like great. August 29th? Yeah, I finally beat the game about four or five days ago. Oh wow! Um. Because you were far behind me, and I beat the game like five days. Right. And like the last, the last, uh, God, it's not chapter, the last uh, world? world in like a half took the longest for me. Okay. Like not because it was like excruciatingly hard or anything, just like the, the time, I just didn't have much time to play it. Yeah. Uh, and I, but uh, I always wanted to. And uh, I think I talked about this game a little bit before, but I'm going to kind of touch on some things because I... You've talked a lot about it too. Yeah, I won't like spend too much time on it because like a lot of things that you said about it, I actually really agree with. Uh, um, I love the way this game looks. Like I, I agree with you. This game feels like it's actually made by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's it's very well polished. Like I found a couple little things that I had an issue with, and I actually found the exact same one you did with the uh, when you go to like a chest and there's like the pipes and you can't push A. Yep. And like you said, some somehow like uh, when you exit out, somehow it saved that you got that chest. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. You got like they 20... didn't fix it. They didn't fix it. So oh yeah, by but, the time I got but, to it, but you get 20 orbs out of it, which is what you use to yeah. get your skill tree up. So it's a big it's deal. A, it's a big deal. Yeah, if you were lost, that, if I were lost, I would have pissed because that was that right. Was a big difference. And I'm surprised because like I didn't think it would save that, but it's cool. I guess when you open a chest, it's saved no matter what. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Even though that was that was the only actually really hiccup that actually like. I was did, like, oh man, it's like fucked up. Uh, at any point, did you get kicked out of the game or like a? Uh, okay. Never. Because it happened to me. So never once. at four or five, 
uh-huh. uh, when you fight uh, Bowser Jr. or whatever it is. Uh, twice I beat him, and then that cutscene afterwards, it it kicked me out. And it, oh and I had God. to reboot the entire game. That would be terrible. Because it's two battles did, in a row. Did there. it still have you beat him though? No, I had, to start, oh. I, had to do, I had to do both battles in a row three times. Oh, if I remember that one, it wasn't the most exciting. No, well, especially to do it over again. Yeah, well, especially because <laughs> you had to do the you had to do the battle before you fought him. Right. And you had to do the There's a multiple. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it, I think it's a really a good game. Uh, I don't think it's a great game. Okay. Like, there's things about that I really, really love. And I think it's more to do with the, with the type of game it is. I can't call it a great to me. Like, uh, it's it doesn't evolve that much once, at least to me, once I got to, like, World 3. I, I pretty much feel like I've seen everything in this game. But that doesn't mean, like, uh, just gameplay-wise. I was still enjoying it. I was still having fun. But I never, like, felt like when I got to, like, the fourth world... Besides the environment itself, which I, I thought was pretty cool, pretty cool looking and stuff, and the humor was there like through the whole thing. I love the yeah. humor. I actually really love the humor in this game. And uh, uh, my my favorite actually moment in the whole game is the first boss. He he, he made me like laugh. Oh yeah. Everything okay. that he did was just hilarious to me. Uh, Donkey Kong. Yeah. Boy. Uh, uh, I the, thought he was so funny. The third boss is my favorite. Third boss. I. The opera one. Oh. Yeah, I no, I I love that boss. Uh, no, that actually is super awesome. The whole music part mm-hmm. that was some of the coolest sh- shit I've heard in a video game. Yeah, no, his whole opera—it was like a Disney movie, like quality, <laughs> like singing going on, actual opera. No, that yeah. was—I totally forgot about him. Thank you. Uh, no, those two stick out to me more than anything else in that game. Actually, yeah, the, the opera guy and uh, him. The. Donkey Kong boy. World two boss was whatever. It yeah, was like, I feel like a oh a gigantic one. yeah thing. And then I don't remember the what world it was. four boss could yeah the refrigerator. Oh, this is so spoilery. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> it really won't take anything away. There's like no. I was never surprised in this game. I knew the world three boss really. what it was before I played it. Not like in a, not to say it's a bad thing. I just I was going oh it's, you know. Like, there's nothing to. I don't know. It's a game. I don't feel like you can really spoil too much. Maybe there's some uh, things. Maybe I mean, I some moments, to... maybe, but not. Yeah. Like, there's the story is you, you know the story if you know Mario. Yeah. Like knowing the bosses, I don't think. No, I mean, but it I knew, still like... sucks to know anything if you didn't want to. Yeah. I'm actually. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gabe. Um. God, I hope you still enjoy this game if you play. Uh, I feel terrible actually about that. We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I ended up beating it finally, and uh, the last stretch, I was kind of like, I just want to beat this game, not because the game's bad, just because like there's another game that I bought like like a couple days before I beat it, and that was Metroid uh, Samus Returns. Yeah. And okay, I beat. Uh, towards the tail end of beating um, uh, Mario Plus Rabbids, I I started reading a book. Like I couldn't put the book down. The Stephen King's Insomnia. Okay. Still reading like, but I had to put it down. Uh, and I started like I actually got a laptop, started writing, and couldn't stop doing that. Then I finally was able, then I finally beat Mario Plus Rabbids. Then I <laughs> I uh, started playing uh, Metroid, and now. Ever since I started playing that game, I cannot put that game down. Like I think when when I started playing that game, like uh, it just sucked me in. It actually it sucked me in. Like I 
forgot about the book. I forgot about uh, my personal writing thing I've been doing. Like, this game just sucked me in like crazy. And I, so far, this game is awesome. Nice. Like, uh, I never played the original one. Uh, I, I played I played some of the original, actual, the old Metroid for like NES. And I played... Uh, Super Metroid? Super Metroid is actually like the only 2D Metroid I've ever beaten. Yeah. And I beat that like four years ago when it was 30 cents on the Wii U eShop. Oh, yeah. And it was fucking awesome. And it was still good when I played it now, like then, you know. Like, I was like, whoa, this is still fucking cool. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, just, I I was excited when I heard about it, the E3, but, like, something about it, like, I'm kind of, like, iffy about it. Like, it's just, even the art style, like, seeing it, like, on the the big screen, like, didn't look that, like, great to me and stuff like that. And, like, kind of like the, kind of like a little doll. But uh, playing it on the uh, on the 3DS and having I always like on this game especially like I know some people like playing 3D turn it up all the way. This game is so fucking cool looking and it goes like way back like deep deep like I heard and of that, there's, yeah. like, really interesting things going on. Uh, I played only with the he- uh, uh, headphones on, just like turned up three quarters, you know, like just just immerse in this fucking game. Uh, there's not many games like this. I think one of my favorite things about it is like how alone you feel playing this game like isolated uh and, and the thing you the the kind of thing you do in this game unlike other metroid games that i've played i played a little bit of metroid prime not much and like i said the other 2d metroids is uh you're, you're just kind of uh you're always hunting stuff in those games but like in this one like you're specifically uh hunting just like metroids like i don't know how many there are but uh like, and like you get to a level, and here's like a little tiny synopsis of what it's kind of like when you get to the thing. This without spoiling really anything too much, uh, you you, you kind of you know how many at first. Okay, you see like a, a wheel, and like you kind of know how many Metroids are like in this area. Uh, you don't actually see them or anything, but like you you uh, you see like little th- things light up, and it's like okay, I gotta probably collect this many things in this area or whatever. So. You start looking around, and you find your first Metroid, and uh, one of the cool, really cool things I love about this game, actually, I haven't pl- seen in any other Metroid game, is uh, the pairing, like, maneuver you do, or, like, uh, counter-attack. Yeah. It's, 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 like, at first, it's, like, kind of throws you off, and it's weird, like, I'm not gonna lie, but, like, after, like, probably 20 minutes of doing it, it's, like, this feels really cool, and, like, uh, beating some Metroids, uh, and uh, I was, like, dude, this is really fucking cool. And you gotta be quick, and you gotta like time stuff just perfect. And and all the enemies are a little different, but every single enemy that I've come across will attack you in a fashion so that you can actually do like a counter to. You know, you don't have to play that way if you don't want to, but it's like the way to play. Because when you do it, if if you time it right, you can actually shoot uh, an enemy. If you shoot with your first shot really quick, it will kill them like in one hit. Yeah. Oh. And then it will give you more health, and uh, actually uh, raise your bar like on these abilities you have called like. Ion Aeon abilities, uh, which um, I found two of those so far. The first one you get, I think they told you like when they first announced the game, is like you can like uh, basically like use it and it will pulsate and scan like the area, so you can like see hidden rooms and stuff. Yeah, I only used that once so far, and it was an accident because the way I'm playing this game is like just just explore on your own. Like nothing against that thing, but like I haven't used it once. I don't want to. Yeah. Like, I did it once. I was just like, oh, like it kind of threw me off because I didn't know if actually like 
I, I, I actually went up there and got, like unlocked the map because as you go, it's just like a black screen on the bottom. Then as you move along though, like it will just show you the map and like kind of, kind of, you know, it's like you did like a survey of like the area and it'll just keep building upon like actually where you went, you know, like like chunk by chunk, and uh, the the abilities you acquire like. You, I, I've, I've uh, really surprised myself by like just wandering off and like, okay, it's got this thing. Like, I'm, I'm gonna go all the way back to the beginning or like some, some place and just like, I'm gonna try something here. And then I'm like, holy crap! Like, whoa! Like this game's like the, the I'm starting to realize like, what, like uh, these weird abstract thoughts I have about these little powers I just got. Like the game's based around that. <laughs> like without really telling you. But if you don't explore, you don't... I mean, eventually you'll, you'll have to explore, but, like, uh, you'll probably come to a point where it's like, I'm missing a lot of shit. Like, something's happening here. But, like, just... It's kind of hard to explain, like... Uh, not, I mean, not really hard to explain, but, like, kind of like in Zelda, where, like, you... Uh, like, Breath of the Wild, like, where you explore, and that's, like, a big chunk of that game. That's how this Metroid feels to me. It's, like, this exploration. And, uh... Okay, when you... When you real quick, when you beat... A Metroid, the first one, because like, okay, you, you kill the Metroid, it's a big deal. You get the DNA like inside of you, mm-hmm. and uh, you you use it to uh, put into this machine, and uh, that's kind of what you do th- throughout the game so far. Just like on a on a basic level of talking about it, and uh, what what it does though, if you take one back to the machine, it will have like a little bleep to like where the next one is. You won't know how to get to it. I mean, exactly, you'll know where it is though. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure it out. But after like so many times of uh, getting to like a, a couple other levels ahead of that, I've uh, I started just kind of going off, and like I started, I had like I collected like four, five, six, seven without ever going back to the machine, oh, wow. and just like found all these things, and I realized I found a whole area without ever look like having the the bleep just, and not because I was trying to, just because like. What's this over here? What's this? What if I do this? What if I do that? Like, this led me and led me and led me to, like, something else. So, like, you know, it's a Metroid Metroidvania game, of course. But, like, it, it's it's the best one of those games I've played since I don't... Since Super Metroid yeah. uh, that I played, like, four years ago. Like, nothing even, like, comes close to it to me. It just, just the way, like, it intrigues your... Your, uh... Thinking about, like, the, the stuff you can do in the game. And kind of, like, in, in some ways, like breaking out of the limits that you think maybe the game was designed for, then you're surprised by the fact that, like, uh, that was totally by design. That's what's really sticking out to me about this game. And, uh, yeah, it's fucking cool so far. That's Actually, cool. Yeah. Why well, are you liking it? <laughs> so I haven't been able to put it down. And yeah. I realize it's the only game, besides, like, playing uh, Duke Nukem a little bit, that has got me away from the Switch since it came out. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's crazy. <laughs> And it's yeah. super or uh, Metroid Super Metroid, or Metroid Returns, Samus Returns. Yeah, it's fucking so cool. Um, I don't think there's anything else I've been playing. That's pretty much it. Okay. So, and I I don't know how far I am, but uh, I feel like I'm trekking trekking pretty well along in that game. I think there's like thirty something Metroids to fight in that game. So. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know if you have to beat them all. I just kind of I, that's the only thing I heard about like the negative I heard about the game is just that huh. you fight like the. There's like a lot of Metroid battles, and they're all similar, I guess. But that's yeah, that's they the definitely one they I've definitely heard. change, but they're they're alike in some yeah. ways. I actually came across kind of like it's like basically based off like Alien, like how they like Xenomorph and stuff like that, and change. Yeah. 
I've ran into some things that suggest that something's been happening with that. Okay. But yeah, it's 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 pretty fucking cool. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'll be curious to see like what I think when I when I beat it. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna be able to put this game down. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cool because that's like the first really good Metro game that's been released in decade. Yeah. And sorry, real quick, yeah. I want I knew I forgot something. Uh, it came out at like a terrible time for me because another Metroidvania-like game has just been released on the Switch last uh, this last Thursday, and I can't buy it yet because I have to wait till I beat Metroid because. <laughs> oh man, they're, like they're very in some ways they seem like they're very similar games, and I, I loved and that Steamroll Dig too. Yeah, and I love Steamroll Dig. It's my favorite one. I like Steamroll Heist, but it didn't compare to me as much. Yeah, I love Steamroll Dig. Like that game was so fucking cool. I'm glad they went back and made a sequel. And I was actually doing some reading about that game, and uh, it's a game that everyone at the studio wanted to make. Ooh, they all cool. voted on it. Like that's the game I want to make, and the uh, people I'm hearing like it's getting really good reviews. And uh, yeah, they're excellent. Yeah, and it's Metroid. Metroid is too, which is like, damn, two of these games coming out at the exact same fucking time. Yeah, <laughs> but damn, I'm excited to play both of them. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, it's like everything that they wanted to put. It feels like a proper sequel. Like everything they added, the team wanted to put in the first one didn't have time, couldn't do certain things. It just this game, I heard, surprises you. It's got a lot of cool shit in it. And, and the first one really surprised me, especially since it's some like some game, some company I've never even heard of. Yeah, heard about it some, on some podcast I listened to like three, four years ago. Got a 3ds for like ten bucks, and it was like fucking awesome. Was it Nintendo Sushi? Uh, no, okay. it was something else. I can't think of what it's called right Try now. Think, yeah. It was a long, yeah, it was a while ago. I think they don't yeah, do it was, either. Right, okay. This is your like for what it was me in March with Horizon and Zelda. This is oh, that moment. For yeah, it is. It is, it is. And I'm not even like a huge like, like, Metroidvania dude. But like mm. the games that I think do it well, and the game that started it, uh, one of the games that started it, like just it feels so good. Like, yeah, it's like this is cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, um, kind of went on a lot there. Probably that's re- fine. repeating myself a little bit. No, I'm glad you liked it though, because I mean, that was I mean, those games. I. I'm not, not my type of games, but I'm yeah. glad you know they're they're good games, especially Metro games. Yeah. The one I really ever got into was I got an Ori for a while there, uh, the Blind Forest thing was it called. The yeah. One, the Xbox you saw me play. It yeah. A while back. I seen you play that. And then uh, Shadow Complex, like the only two I really got into. Um, so I'm glad I'm glad people are liking that game. And yeah, and it's Steam made World. by like a company that's like a, doesn't have the greatest reputation in the world. Yeah, and it's oh man, it feels like they were made to make that Metro game. It's yeah. Fucking cool. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool though, and yeah. SteamWorld Dig too. Like, I'm waiting on oh, Heist. Everybody, so I've talked about before. Like, I'm, I, I like SteamWorld Heist. I love SteamWorld Heist. Yeah, no, I um, love that game too. I'm not trying to diss on that game. No, but I mean, like, di- I understand why Dig was more, I think, uh, popular than Heist was, and I get why they're making that. Yeah, and I'm sure more people wanted that. Uh, I, but you know, it's that like Mario Rabbids. Uh, it's got that more of the XCOM feel to it, which I like a lot. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I'm waiting. For, I'm hoping. Next, we're gonna get Steam World Heist Two. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Um, yeah. No, I'd I. Oh yeah, I'd be on that too. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> all over that shit. Um, it's cool. Ooh. Uh, too much Nintendo talk. We got uh, a <laughs> Nintendo people flying over yeah, our uh, head. Trinan. I haven't seen Trinan in a long time. Yeah, it's what the been hell? a little bit. What the it's, hell? Yeah, he's he's coming. Oh, Reggie. I'll be here. I've heard about him. Reggie's never coming. It's always Trinan. <laughs> yeah. Reggie's too busy. He sends Trinan out. Um, but we're gonna actually we're gonna continue with Nintendo talk. There's actually. Um, few things going on with Nintendo this week. 
Uh, not as big as last week, obviously, with the direct. Um, and, oh, you know what else comes out? We talked about Cuphead coming out Friday. Yes. You know what else comes out Friday? One Fine. second. One second. I have no idea. <laughs> you don't know what's going on Friday, Justin? <laughs> I'm probably going to be it's gonna be so stupid. Yeah, it is. I mean, like, what? You didn't know? First off, can you hit me a beer, please? Yeah. And then I'm going to tell you what it is. Yes. Uh-huh. Grab me whatever. I don't even care what you have. Oh, you want it? Go for it. Go right, for it. Cool. Uh, uh, I can grab one. Mm-hmm. I got to grab one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's the last, if you want the cherry wheat, I'll take that horn. That's not okay. Oh, it's fine, right? Okay. Go for it. Anyways, you want to know what's going on this Friday, Justin? I should know. You, you're getting no. it. No. You're getting it. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, it's a Super NES Classic. Yes, it is. Totally. The SNES Classic. Oh, dude. It I was is. thinking like just games, but there's totally a new game on there. Yeah. Kind of. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The new game is coming out this Friday as well. Yeah. There's two new games coming out. Cuphead and Star Fox 2. That's fun. Uh, so I'll let you cool. guys argue which, one, which one's more important. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Trojan Horse, the NES Classic yeah. 2. Or the SNES Classic. Uh, but yeah, Justin's getting one. Yep. Uh, the one from UK should be coming in the mail, hopefully. And then when it comes here, I'm going to ship it off to Gables. Okay. Uh, and I'll be getting out with that one. I might I might take it out of the box, let like, you know, Gables, and touch, touch it, it a little bit. Smell it. <laughs> I'm going to smell that. And I want to describe the smell in a haiku. I've never smelled a new NES, SNES controller, so. Uh, that's, oh, I don't, I don't think I have either. So, no way I have. Uh, yeah, that's I pretty know, cool. I had one late in the 90s, so no way. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah. you were smelling other people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. A lot of a lot of cigarette smoke in there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. No. I, I, That's I, cool, I, man. Thanks for reminding me about yeah, that. Yeah. I thought I mentioned that. Uh, Justin's week got a lot longer now because he's got he's gonna think about that now. Uh, <laughs> but no. Uh, I, I wanted to jump in. We thought we discussed it a little bit last week, uh, and we're gonna. I'm gonna when I, after this, I'll let you talk about the, your, your thoughts on the direct. But we mentioned, we were talking about Doom being out for the Switch and what we thought the price point should be. Gables and I agree it should be like a $30 game, maybe $40 at most. Uh, it's come out and now it's, it's on, it's recorded everything on like pre ordering online. It's $60. Uh, there is a possible rumor there's a, a Czech website. I, I can't remember what, what website it was. Oh. It's a big, big website. Yeah. But it was Czech. Uh, released the date as December 13th. Not confirmed, but that was the, the date they, they put out there. Um, it's gonna run at 90, uh, 90, 30 frames per second. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, I guess, there's some stuttering in certain parts of the game. Um, uh, Digital Foundry ran a test with like the Switch-like components on a PC, and they talked about it. it runs at five forty. Yeah, um, which was confirmed today that it's gonna be seven twenty on both. It is okay. Yep. Uh, well, that's that's a little better than I thought it was gonna be. So, so thirty frames per second, uh, seven twenty. Uh, Multiplayer download is going to be nine gigabytes. We'll talk about that. So the snap map's not going to be there, but it's going to have the um, oh the, the multiplayer the DLC. Yep, uh, and that's going to be the, that's that part's separate. You have to that separate download for 90, 99 gigabytes. So hopefully, I don't even know what SD card I got. I should probably check that out. I think it was sixty four. I think mine's sixty four as well. I think we bought the same one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think so. But yeah, we talked about it last week. And I just kind of want to cover real quick that yeah, it's going to be sixty frames or sixty dollars, thirty frames per second. Mm-hmm. Mixing my words here. Um, so just don't want to jump back into that before we, because uh, it was a question we were talking about last week, and I wanted to cover that. But Justin, you uh, you watched the direct. I know you were a little hesitant on watching it when we were texting each other back and forth earlier in the week before that, because you didn't want to spoil yourself on Odyssey. Oh, uh, yes. I stopped, okay, I saw the whole direct all the way through, except for, 
I saw it, for, it was like seven minutes of like Odyssey. Yeah. I watched one and a half minutes and said, nope, no more. <laughs> I saw like a spoiler alert, snow level, and I said, fuck this. And I left. Yeah, they've announced. That's enough. I already, I already won this game. I want to point out they've announced more worlds for this game than Super Mario Sunshine had all together. That's very true. Wow, and I mean, the, the worlds look pretty large. Yeah, and interesting. Then again, you know, Mario Sunshine had like about what? What was it like? Six, six. Yeah, only six worlds. Six, really? Yeah, yeah. I honestly don't know. But Damn, yeah, he, I like it. it. But wow, and you go back to him quite a bit, wouldn't you? In that yep. game. Yep. Okay. Oh, that makes I sense. think. 64 had 13 or 14. Mm. Mm. Six. Um, yeah. No I th- way. I think actually like, it was like... Uh, oh man, I'm thinking back now. It's like... Rainbow like the Road first... was like 12, I think it was. 11 or 12, I can't, I can't remember. Then you had the three Bowser stuff. But then again, it's like... I think it was like about 12 worlds inside Mario 64. Yeah. Whoa! That What? All right. I believe you guys, but that does not sound right to me. I know it doesn't, right? <laughs> this from memory, I can think of like 40. That can't be right, like, though. I'm talking Pain about the going? overworlds, Justin. I'm talking about the stars. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Which is probably why in my head it's... You, you guys are probably... I mean, I, I believe you. But it just don't seem that way in my head. Yeah. Because I think of like... Yeah. Because I'm... That's cause, interesting. You know, when it comes to Mario 64, let me, let me, let me think here. You have the first world, then you have that uh, that little floating island sort of world, you know, with that big old like the first level. No, oh, that that bomb bomb and stuff, and like that the oh yeah, the bomb mountain. Yeah, I remember that one. And the water level. Oh, the water level is like yeah, that was the third ship. one, and then the fourth is like cool, cool mountain. I know booze hunt yeah, was like number five. Lava land. Actually, no, shifting sandland was six. Lava land was seven. Oh, that one's so cool! You could run up the walls. That was the, the, the uh, obelisk in that. I forgot about that. I think the Has eighth... Has never been done again. I think Besides, the, like, I have a galaxy because you go run out on anything, really. Let's see. The eighth one was that crazy maze. Ninth one was, like, wet, dry world. No. Yeah? I think that was ten, or, now that I think about it. Nine, I think, was that tall, tall mountain stuff. Then you had... Oh, my God. There was another snow world, too, which I don't know what number that one. Then there was that big, small, tiny, you know, like... Big, small? That big, small one. Then you had, like, two that was, like... Actually, I was wrong. It wasn't like twelve. It was more like fifteen, almost. Because you have like Whoa, that so TikTok that's so clock. Crazy to me. Yeah, TikTok clock. And then you had a rainbow. There's like, not as many as I uh, thought there was, man. That's yeah. insane. But anyway, we're going way off topic. What about that here. weird one where you're <laughs> underground and you find the uh, the dinosaur? Oh, that was the, the that was that hazy maze. Mario. That was that maze yeah. one, you know, like right in the underground. Oh, that's the maze one. Okay. You know, it's the same one where you get to find the little uh, Mario and stuff, that whole cap stuff. (laughs) Yeah, looks so cool. When I first saw that, I was like, oh my god. (laughs) It's insane. (laughs) Well, anyway, we kind of got off a bit of topic right here. Tyler's is absolutely Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, I'm actually Googling it to find the correct answer. Uh, There was 15. Ah, You you guys are both right, kind of. Yeah, I was three off originally. Yeah. Wow, that is not what I remember. That's so, totally true, though. When you start to think about it, each one seems it seems like more because there's like seven stars in each one, at least, or yep. something like that. There was yeah, it was like six. I think there's like six, six stars seven. for each yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't That's, seem like yeah. that, but man. Yeah, then you then you don't you know I guess you don't count the Bowser levels. 
the big long crazy Those platforming final, levels. Final ones. I know yeah. the Bowser yeah. worlds are totally separate though, but it's like yeah, they're so cool though. But yeah, not they're not they're not a world. In though. comparison yeah. to like Super Mario Odyssey, from what we've seen so far, it almost matches sort of like uh, sort of similar to say how Sunshine had uh, like. It's various amount of worlds. I mean, I don't remember a lot of them off the top of my head because I haven't played through the entirety of the game in such a long time. But it's like, for Sunshine, I do remember like at least about five different worlds. But, uh... Yeah. It definitely seems like Odyssey has more variety than Sunshine did. Oh, yeah. It seems like, to me, like Breath of the Wild Mario, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> That's it's like amazing. all the stuff you can find and do and explore, which exploring has always been cool to see stuff for the first time. But like, I guess people have played this game, and exploring is like even more of a thing in this game. Like and doing weird things, kind of like what I was saying about Metroid earlier. The only thing that's things that you don't might not think you can do, but just try it. <laughs> the only bad thing about Mario Odyssey is it comes out like a couple of weeks before Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon for me. So it's like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of games coming out right around there too. Yeah, there's so much fun stuff, though, that we've seen already, especially from that Nintendo Direct stuff as well. It's like, nice. That's nice for Mario Odyssey. Yeah, so so overall, though, you avoid the Odyssey stuff. Yeah. Uh, what else did you... Overall thoughts coming out of it? Uh, biggest announcements to me besides, like... Uh, actually, the two biggest announcements were honestly Doom and... Uh, uh, fuck. Wolfenstein 2. Hmm. Yep. Um, just... You know, Doom has come back to Nintendo. Nintendo's been the only console ever had a, a Doom game just made for it. And it was always on Doom. Like, Doom, I mean, until 64, after 64, no Doom. Um, actually, <laughs> but until then, Super Nintendo had Doom. Uh, did you know the Game Boy Advance had its own copy of Doom? I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Yes, it, ties it in did. with the Wolfenstein game, doesn't it? What I was that, Tyler? That. I believe one of them, it, it ties into the Wolfenstein game. That was... Uh, no, 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 no. It doesn't game? tie into the Wolfenstein oh. game at all. It's actually a port of the original Doom that oh, is yeah, restructured okay. on the Game Boy Advance. It's a little bit... I was Here's the thing. When that was announced, Doom for the Switch, Digital Foundry actually come out, came out with like a, either a day or two later where they did this a whole entire video, like about a half an hour to about an hour, comparing all the ports of Doom for all the different systems that it released on. Like, uh, from worst to best. So you saw the systems from, like, Sega 32X, like, freaking uh, the Saturn, the PlayStation, the, you know, the more recent, like, 360 PS3 ports and stuff like that. Dude, I saw the ones for Super Nintendo and for Game Boy Advance. I mean, I did not know that there was a Game Boy Advance port of uh, Doom. I didn't know that either. <laughs> You saw, like, the pixel qualities and stuff and all this other stuff. It's like, yeah, it's crazy to believe, but we have not had a Doom game on a Nintendo system since the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know about that. <laughs> and how ironic it's coming to a system that's also portable. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, well, uh, yeah, I mean, I think even if... I, like if I'm not gonna buy them on there, which actually I am going to, only because I've been playing the Switch more than anything else, and a lot of us do is like just take it anywhere. Dude, that's exactly how like, I feel. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, uh, I think sixty bucks is 
expensive. Yeah. But there's also the you know I know why it's probably sixty bucks. I wish I think I think fifty's okay. It's that switch tax. Switch tax, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. It's also like you're getting two games in one in a way, which you, I mean, whatever. But you can say that if you want to. Some people never even leave it the dock, you know. Hmm. But like, um, just to have that freedom, like I, I don't know. It's sweet. <laughs> like this for me personally. Like, I'll probably freedom I'll, isn't I'll, free. It is not free. I will wait. I will wait for Wolfenstein Two on the Switch. Really? I know it will not be as good as the PS4 version. Okay. Just because I don't want to buy it more than once. <laughs> I'm gonna this is me Justin personally. Here. Like I'm honestly gonna wait. And also, I have Odyssey coming out on that same day, and I'm not gonna. I would pick Odyssey over that game just personally. Sure, yeah. And I know Wolfenstein's gonna be an awesome fucking game. I'm not dissing that game at all. I'm just gonna wait. And that's yeah. I mean, for certain people, it doesn't make sense to get on a Switch. But like for me, it's fucking cool. And. uh yeah, six six. Like I said, sixty bucks. Out. I, I think forty or fifty is right there. I think that's fine. There's probably like I don't know how much work goes into porting it to the Switch. And everything. I don't know, dude. But yeah, fucking Doom. And, 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 <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, fucking Doom in the pocket. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, uh, like think of the Doom on the cartridge, little picture in Wolfenstein Two. It's just cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, that was actually a question I asked about the whole Wolfenstein 2 thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Was if, like, if if you guys would wait for a copy of that game. Yeah. What, like, to me personally, if, like, let's say, like, like, PS4 is my main console. Yeah. Like, to me, like, every game, it's going to be different for me. Like, if a game came out and, like, it's my social console, so that's why, like, all my... Like, online gaming, for sure, going to PS4. To me, though, it's like, I was thinking about, like, what game would make me go to Switch before I would go to PS4? Yeah. And it would have to be a game, like, I am super hyped for. Like, like I know what happened. Like, Last Guardian 2, coming to Switch. A week before. A week before. If it was two hours before, I'd probably yeah. fucking think. But, like, like, you know, uh, like that, SteamWorld Dig 2. Yeah. Like, if that a week came, before or whatever. Yeah, like... Um, but not not for you with that game. But like I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was just like I, I was just trying to think of like what like what would it be for me? And like that was really it. like that'd be an extreme case of things not happening to me. It's like personally for me, if it, it, it's easy to say because PS4 is is more powerful console. Yeah, it's, I got I got the Pro, I got the 4K, yeah. I got the, so like game for me like Wolfenstein, I'm for sure gonna play on there. Yeah. Uh, but I was just trying to think of an example like why I would go Switch before PS4. And I honestly, I just, the way I played the Switch and play games in general, I just, there's not really a reason for, like, mm-hmm. Rhymes coming out. I know you get it for the Switch. Yeah. I haven't played it yet, but I, I've owned it for a couple months now on the PS4. Yeah. And it's cheaper on the PS4. For me, that's why, I, you know, that makes more sense to me getting on the PS4. I'm just, I, to me, I'm just, you made a good point already. I was just kind of curious, no. like, wh- like what, why you would, like, you would wait yeah, for a game like that. I would go even a little more into what I was saying earlier. Uh, my PS4 is sitting downstairs, hooked up to one TV, and this is like just my personal thing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, if I if I'm playing Wolfenstein there, it's like no one else that I know that doesn't have Wolfenstein hasn't played it. If they want to see it, they got to come to my house. If I want to, I can just take my Switch over to my brother's house wherever I'm going. Like, check this game out. Like, check this out. Uh, 
and I, and I have two docks for the Switch. If I even if I put it into the TV, like if I'm going to dock it, which I do a lot of times. But sometimes at home, I'm just playing it on the actual this handheld part okay. now, which was completely not like that at all when I first started playing. Like it was all strictly just sit on the couch, play it right in front of the TV. But uh, that. Is like just just being boom. Phew, I have Wolfenstein Two with me. I have Doom with me. I don't have to like grab my PS4 and hook all this crap. This big huge thing, which most people don't do. I get it. But like for me, it's like I do like to show people like things and games. And like a lot of times, like, I'll talk to my people, like uh, friends and uh, outside of you and like you two. But like uh, I'll talk to you guys about like, a game that I haven't played. But like here, check it out. Let's show you right here. Let's check this game out. Like just. Here it is. Like, yeah, I guess you could have came to my house, but like, it's cool just to be able to take it wherever the fuck yeah. I want to. I can go, uh, just randomly sometime, like, uh, just go to a park, like, not outside, <laughs> go like in the commercial, you know, but just like stop somewhere, fucking look at the city skyline, and like, for a moment, it's like, why would I play this game when I'm looking at the city skyline? But like, I was playing this, like, this game for a moment. I don't know, it's like, Things I didn't think I would like about the Switch are like, I'm seeing some really cool shit. Like, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of pulling me away from being stuck just to this one one TV that has everything. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So my question for you is like, so a game like Wolfenstein Two, which we've talked about before, mm-hmm. is probably like what your second or third most anticipated game for this year. Yeah, uh, I understand. Odyssey comes out yep. on the same day. It let's say it didn't. Say it came out December first. Ooh. Would that change the story for you? I think if it came out, you got, you got a six-week break between Odyssey and Wolfenstein 2. Maybe. Okay. Uh, you know which one would change, would 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 flip that for me before that game? It'd be Evil Within 2. Okay, yeah. Be, uh, because even that game is being rumored to come to Switch, and I would still pick up a PS4 because yeah. I really, really, really want to play it. I want to play it even more than uh, Wolfenstein 2. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's third But, game. you know, they're they're both up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you have a good point there. Uh, I don't know. There's just, I and, and the the biggest thing, the difference is the graphics. Yeah. And, and honestly, I the graphics have not done anything for me either way. Like the actually, sixty frames per second is probably more important to me. Yeah. In a thirty frames with a Doom thing on the Switch, which you know, lots of games I play are thirty frames per second. But I'll be curious because I played it on PS4 and it looked amazing and ran awesome yeah i want to see i i want to see what it's like i've seen i've seen video of it it actually looks really cool it was only in handheld mode though like i was like whoa it actually looks really good interested about it and that's the thing i honestly it's the biggest turnoff to me about doom mm-hmm. is more than the price point which i mean i I, th- I think is double what it should be um is that the 30 frames per second hurts it more than anything else to me yeah playing that game on the regular ps4 before the pro came out where they did the 4k stuff that game was fan fuck attack. Just the way it looked yeah. is like, how did they make it look this good? Yeah, and then that was run one of the this... biggest things they wanted to make it look as good as possible without breaking the barrier of sixty frames per second. Yeah, and I don't think any other game has done that. Like just without the pro power of the pro has been able to do something like that. We run at sixty frames per second, steady, and also look that good and also yeah. play that well. Uh, and that id. Or crazy, yeah. Or Bethesda, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Or whatever, whoever's making it. I think it was, I don't know, <laughs> machine, machine game. No, it's Wolfenstein. Uh, no, I, I was just kind of curious, like, because I had, I was, I was going to ask you if you were going to get up 
Wolfenstein 2 on the Switch. And I was kind of curious uh, what what uh, you, if you did, yes, what, why you do it. And you, you explained it, and I understand. Uh, and I understand why anybody wants to. Like, I've heard people, like, talk about games come out, like, it's like, oh, like, uh, I, was, I was listening to a podcast, and they talking about, like, uh, the Thimbleweed Park. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I got a code for this game on the PS4, like, six months ago. It's like I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. It's like now it's on the Switch. I got a plane ride in uh, this weekend for three hours. Yeah, like perfect. Just just certain things, certain people. Yeah. Even though, even if it's more expensive, uh, to me the graphical differences. Like when I play Splatoon two on my TV and I play like, uh, like some of my PS4, like the PS4, like uh, it looks looks great. Like I love the PS4. You know I do. Yeah. And uh, but honestly, the, the difference, I don't feel like. Like I said, like even like Xbox One X, uh, PS4 Pro. I haven't played Xbox One X, but like the difference is becoming less and less with graphics, and I and I like I like how the Switch is kind of it's like next gen like in a different way, mm. and you know people have you know done it before, tried to do it, not in the exact same way as the Switch. Even Nintendo's tried to do it several times. I think they just nailed it. Yeah, with okay. with, with with that thing because if this would have came out like when. PS3 came out. Ah, never mind. I'm not gonna get into that. But like, just it would have been the graphical thing would have been such a bigger deal. Yeah. And the Wii already was, you know. But I mean, it, it would be even more of a deal because I mean, in, in just just in that because you saw it with the Wii, just in in that generation, graphics were more important than they are today to me. Yeah. And, and, and the way that like I see them, SD to HD is a much bigger jump than. HD to 4K. Yeah, and most most pro games aren't actually even native 4K anyways, mm. and like they still look really nice though. Especially like yeah. they look. I'm not this. Oh like, yeah, no, yeah, I know. Like like yeah. checkerboarding, all this stuff. Like uh, my 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 biggest thing with actually, what I wish would happen with consoles instead of going just to 4K, which 4K looks fucking really cool. I've not watched a movie with it yet, but I would actually wish that because I feel like they still haven't reached full potential with 1080p. But they're already they're, it's already 4K and like you're never gonna get that full potential with 1080p. Mm. It's like it's kind of by the wayside now, you know. But I kind of wish that like they would have just kept on perfecting 1080p a little longer and make that so cool. Because most most PS4 games run at 30 frames per second, especially huge games like like The Witcher 3 and stuff like that. Mm. Always 30 frames per second, and that's not. I mean, it should to me be better than that. Well, that's the thing about the Pro is more than anything the graphics is most games on there. Do run at you give, like some games will give you the option. You want higher graphics, or you want yeah, it's like a better, PC. Yeah, you want you better, get to choose, which is cool. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of games actually do run sixty frames, which is more. I agree, more important than graphics is yeah, as a especially for certain game. games. Yeah, um, like Evil Within two, maybe it's more important to look nicer than it is to run. Yeah, that's more, 60 frames especially with the uh, widescreen. Yeah, uh, that's what they're going for. Gables, what about you? I'm, I'm actually kind of curious what your opinion is on this. Like, are you like because I know you like you take your you always take your Vita to work. You take your switch to work sometimes too. Uh, are you more enticed to like, say Wolfenstein Two was coming out day and date on PS4, Xbox, PC, Switch? What what console would you think you get that for? That really all depends. I know when I used to play a lot on my PS4. I mean, I still consider it my main console, but at the same time, before when I used to decide upon like purchasing a game for a system, I would definitely look inside the trophy count. I definitely look inside of the achievements and stuff. Now, let's see. After most recently playing through a game and platinuming it, and like really not really remembering too much at all about it, the Ghost Recon Wildland stuff. I think oh, yeah. really I'm more prone to probably go 
with accessibility over like uh, say something that you know something that uh, may eventually get to it but uh, probably would be maybe about a month or two down the line because here's the thing when I buy specific games for the PS4 if it's something that I immediately just want to play there and then and stuff it's going to collect dust on my shelf I'm really going to be only listed like limited to wanting to play it maybe after work or something because well hell I just went through the work day or something hey let's pop on this game for a few hours but with normally when it goes to my routine or something like that I normally watch a bunch of YouTube videos then I may read something Same. then all of a sudden it's yeah. like it's already about 8 or 9 o'clock at night and I'm like oh well I don't have time to play this so I go to bed and another day starts so let's take this for example if Wolfenstein 2 were to come day and date and the only differences is probably what it's not 60 frames per second it's like 30 frames per second and only 720p well you know what I don't give a shit I will go forth and I'll just probably buy it on the Switch why? I can take it with me I can play it whenever I want to I could probably go forth and just uh, at work play little bits of it like during my lunch break and then all of a sudden just get back. The point being is if I'm on the road, if I'm doing errands, if I'm doing my work or something like that, there ain't no way that I'm going to be like in my busy life where I'm going to be spending like a, maybe like four or five hours a night playing it on my console like on my PS4 because it's like... I have other shit I want to do. I want to relax. I want to unwind. I want to watch stuff. I want to maybe read a couple things here. I don't want to get anything like too in-depth unless I absolutely want to. So, when it comes, say, to the Nintendo Switch, I've been finding myself more akin to wanting to play stuff like games on the Switch because they're just so easy for me just to go and pick up and play like a few rounds or a few games and all of a sudden just like once I'm done from a trip or something, I just put on the dock, maybe play a little bit on the TV if I want to. It's just, it's kind of like borrowing from what Justin just got done saying. This it does feel like a next generation type of step in terms of say like the Switch is, but in a specifically different way where it's not necessarily graphical enhancements, it's more of an ease of use and like the expanding of how easy it is to go forth the accessibility of a gaming console. I mean, sure, we can go ahead and play games on phones and whatsoever and stuff, but if there are major like third-party games, like say, on this particular system, I'm more prone now to feel like I want to go through and buy on the Switch, because I could probably go through and finish them in about, probably, I don't know, probably a lot faster than I would go through and probably go and just play it on my PS4. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but that's just more or less my opinion upon like, oh god, here's a good example, like going through, playing through like almost like four or five different types of games in the Switch in the span of a, the past couple months because, hell, I could take it while I'm doing errands. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, no, I get, I get it. You know, it's just like something I want. It's just interesting to hear like people that could play that play completely differently than the way I play. Um, where I don't... It's changed the way I play. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm never, like, taking on the dock. It's cool you can take it anywhere, but, like, it's, it's yeah. Taking yeah. this thing to work for some reason. Started playing Zelda. Like, it's, like, blasphemy to me at first. Seriously. Yeah. Like, I can't play this in this little handheld. 
I got to play on the, my TV at home, and I started playing it. I will say, though, I beat the entirety, like, the main stuff of all of Zelda, all on the TV. Yeah. But this, because, like, I kind of that thing, it's kind of that boundary I didn't want to cross with yeah. that game for some reason in my head. Because every major console Zelda game like that is, like, on the big TV. And, like, it's, like, a special thing. It's not a handheld, you know. Honestly, I went it, back it's, it's really It's really changed. <laughs> <laughs> now I do, but like it really, it's really changed my ways. Like, and I was thinking, like I can never play again, like Resident Evil at some place on break. But I've been playing, uh, not Resident Evil, but I can see myself playing a Resident Evil game on break. <laughs> I don't. It's so weird. Yeah. Which it seems weird. It's like it's kind of reading a book. I like to get like settled in, turn the lights off. But like I'm just finding myself getting to that point in my head without even being there. It's weird, man. It's 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 changing the way. Uh, or I'm changing my mind about different things that I always kind of kept sacred when it came to playing, like, on my TV. Oh, well, that's cool. I, I, yeah, just, like I said, dip. I was just, it's interesting to hear from different, like, at first when people start telling about this, I'm like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I understand why, like, personally, like, I'm still going to, I mean, I mean, it make you know, anyway, we talked about it enough. But, yeah, it's yeah. just, it was just kind of interesting hearing the other side of it, but, um. I actually want to move on to uh, actually some of the other news we have going uh-huh. on this week. Uh, not really a lot. It's kind of a slow news week uh, as far as things go. Not as much going on as it was last week, the last few weeks. Um, but uh, a couple things I want to talk about. First up, stick, we're going to stick with Nintendo for a little bit longer. Is, okay. Um, this came out, a hacker actually um, found out that NES Golf, is in oh. is built into the Switch. Yeah, I heard about this. Uh, and that um, on the only way you could play, I'm not sure. Like, all the, there's a video out there. I haven't watched the video, but um, they found out that the only way you could play the game is on the day July 11th, which is the day Iwata passed in 2015. Um, and it, but but so say you you disconnect from the internet and you change the clock on it to July 11th, you can't play it. The only way you can play the game on any other day is by never hooking up to the internet. Right, and you can set it on like, July 11th. To play. Yeah. Um, otherwise, if you put, like so, like our switches, the ball hook, yeah, we can't wait. We have to wait yeah. till July 11th. Uh, and then uh, the only way you can actually start the game up is there's more to it than than what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. sure all the details of, um, about it, but the only way you can play it and actually boot it up is by doing the hand motion thing uh, that Iwata always did in the uh, direct with the Joy Cons, <laughs> yeah. directly to I'll never you. Forget, hand motion. I'll never forget that. Yeah. So, and also when the game boots up, you do hear uh, um, Iwata's voice. There's a clip of Iwata's I did not voice. know that. Uh, wow. Yeah, and um, the cool thing is NES Golf is a game that he actually worked on back in the day, and they yep. built it into every single console. And I love that game. Yeah, I never. I don't think I've ever really played it. Uh, maybe it's back actually the day really cool. Uh, but it's just kind of a cool thing I want, I want to mention, uh, talk about, is I think it's really awesome. You know, like, say we're on Nintendo, it's a really cool, touching tribute kind of it's really the last thing that Iwata ever really had anything involved with with Nintendo is the Switch and yep. now a little piece of him is in every single Switch that's out there yeah that's awesome not to get too far into detail but like there's I can't think of the name of it there's a it's a Japanese type of thing you put something inside hidden like in a package or like in something that you make or something in uh for good luck, basically. It's yeah. supposed to be like, and this is like a, a charm. A charm. Yeah. And this is crazy to me. Yeah. It's basically it, taking it from like, a, like it's supposed to be taken from like a specific like, like emperors. Or something. There's different types of these Japanese charms where 
they take the little lock, the, the charm or something in particular, they're supposed to wrap it around like a little bit of cloth or whatsoever, and then put it inside like a little, uh, like a little bag, seal them up. The purpose is to keep them sealed up and stuff, like, sometimes the power of them or the luck of force of them will probably drain out or something and you have to either recharge them or take it to somebody or something. It's kind of a weird kind of custom because we're not really familiarized with it since it's of a different like culture, different type of things, but it's supposedly said if you open these sort of specific type of charms, they lose their power or something. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I forget the term yeah, I know, the I, name, though. Well, I know Japan has always been like it's a very superstitious culture. So, yeah, like the PS, when the PS4 is announced, People were talking about what they would call the PS4 or not because four is like an unlucky number in Japan. So oh, it's kind of like our thirteen here. Yeah. So there was talk of changing the name of the PlayStation Four, but yeah, it, 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 it was. I mean, it was, it's a really cool, touching tribute of a man that was pretty much loved by everybody it, in, in the gaming culture. Yeah, world. I was gonna say like it's it. What's really cool, actually, I was watching this little video about this before like they actually realized you could play it. Uh, almost like brought a tear to my eye. They were saying like. Uh, just it shows you how much they respected him mm-hmm. and like how much uh, the image of him and what he did just kind of stays there. I know it's weird. Like I don't, I never knew him, never know him, obviously. But so, something about him, there's never. I don't think there can ever be. I'm just gonna say it right now, uh, someone from a company, a CEO that has like made an impact on me personally, like this guy had. Like just from him wearing this Mario hat and doing these things, like that seemed like so weird in his haircut and like yeah. I don't know. I used to, that's when I start like Wii U is like when the direct started happening. Uh, just just seeing him, I think they started a little bit before that, but like maybe 3ds. But like, just man, like the way he went around, around things, like I loved it. Like he wasn't always like you know you're kind of disappointed sometimes in the things they'd show you, but like I was always so happy to see him. Like and he'd always be like. He'd always be pretty fucking honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like we're always, he'd always say sorry a lot. Like please understand. Please, please, yeah, he didn't say sorry. Please understand. Yeah. And uh, uh, real quick, I just want to say something about the Wii U because of this reminding me that uh, the Hurts want to say something about the, like what will the Wii U be remembered by? I was like, they like besides like having some awesome, a few awesome, really fucking awesome games on that shit, like first party games. One game, Captain Toad. Go ahead. There you go. Yeah, Captain <laughs> Toad uh, is is uh, Iwata. And him being Nintendo Direct guy. Yeah. Like, that is... That's how I was introduced to him, really. And really got to, like... I would look forward to seeing him. And when he died, I literally cried. And my day was f- fucking weird. It was a, it I was, couldn't believe that it happened. It was a sad week, maybe, day, or at least at least day, if not a week, in all of gaming. Yeah. Yeah. What that one of the, man meant to gaming. So. It really, really... It really struck me when that happened. It was literally was... like the entire gaming community actually like banded together and sort of like paid their respects to this one man that uh, yeah. was so much influential not only for his company but also played a big part of a lot of gamers' childhoods as he helped either create specific games that they played or help program games that uh, they initially went on to later on enjoy. Like for example, the game I'm playing right now, Pokemon Gold. Yeah. Pokemon Gold and yep. Silver, if not for Iwata's programming skills to come like compress the files, he there would have been no way they would have been able to finish the game not only in time, but finish like cram in extra content with the Kanto region inside, as yeah. well as the Johto stuff. That is just crazy just to think about, but yeah, without Iwata's yeah. help, 
that would end up come to be. Yeah. No, yeah, it, just yeah. It's touching. And I, uh sorry. I don't remember what this is on the 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 Switch Pro controller, but it reminds me of something that like Iwata would do. Yeah. Like, there's a hidden little message when you look. It, you yeah. know where it is. When I found it, I was like, "Oh, I was looking at it the wrong way, but like I almost want to say it said thanks." Yeah. Or thank you or something. It was, it was a weird yeah, like thank you. Yeah. Uh, this is like, and that's always like the end of like games like uh, where the executive producer of Nintendo was Iwata. It was always like, it always like thank you at the end and like thanks. Yeah. And like when I played Earthbound, it had like Iwata's name. Like, and uh, there's a character in that game that looks just like him. I, and this is around the time he died, I finally beat Earthbound. Like, I, this, that game was just like Iwata to me. It's Earthbound. It's crazy. Even I though he didn't like really it? make that game, but he really helped out with that game. And uh, just yeah, there's like so much. Like when you beat that game, it's so cool. And you see your name on there, the name you named yourself. Yeah. And the credits, like oh, <laughs> that's cool. But yeah, uh, just I don't know. Special little things like that are cool. And you know, I'm sure other companies do that stuff every like once in a while and do stuff like that. It's just cool. It's yeah. One that I'm, personally connected with this because growing up playing all this stuff and uh yeah knowing him through directs i looked forward to him I'd, i would sit down with my girlfriend and watch it i never watched anything like that before like watching like a direct or anything and uh even my oldest daughter came to watch it and sh- she liked him and knew him and would like do that thing sometimes like it's just i'll never forget that yeah i'll never forget him you know it's yeah. cool it's a cool thing yeah and even with the direct still it still hasn't replaced He's never going to be, there's no way no, to no. him. No, no, and that's cool that they're not really trying to. They're just trying to, like, maybe carry on his legacy. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. no, it, it, it's a cool thing. I, I Something I thought we should mention before. You know. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but, uh, no easy way to transition, but we're going to move on to <laughs> something else. Uh, something else, really, really the only other topic this week uh, is we haven't talked about much on the show, but the, the kind of game that's taken over the uh, gaming over the last four months or so is a game called PUBG, yep. uh, Player Unknown Battleground. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit here and there on the show. Uh, no one here has played it. Uh, no, and I know nothing about this game except for it's like a shooting game where uh, it's, like you said, it seems to be taken off. Yeah. I don't uh, know anything else about it, though. I don't it, know anyone that plays it. It's <laughs> recently hit, uh, sold over 10 million copies. That's cool. Which is incredibly impressive for any yeah, game, yeah. let alone uh, you know, an early access game on Steam. Is it only on Steam? Uh, it's only on Steam so, so far. That's, that is not even officially out. It's going to come on Xbox One sometimes. It's on one Splinter. system, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so, came out recently, a game called Fortnite. It's a game uh, released by Epic. Uh, uh, but it came out about a month ago, I want to say. It's still not out. It's early access. Yeah. Um, I know more about that game, actually. Okay. Uh, but it's been in development for years. Finally came out, early, came out early access. Um uh, like I said, about a month ago, but they actually came out and said, Epic did, and it talked about um, that they were actually, I actually have a quote here from Epic, and they said, we love battle, we love battle royale games like PUBG, and thought Fortnite would, would make a great foundation foundation for our own version. So they actually took the elements of their, their game, Fortnite, and added a uh, bat, uh, battle royale, battlegrounds-like mode to it, uh, which is coming out, it's, it came out in beta, which is weird. It's a game that's in beta for a game that's in early access. It's yeah. a game mode in beta that's for a game, that's out for a game in early access. But anyways, um, it's been in beta for a couple weeks now. It's coming out officially free to play on Tuesday, this Tuesday, September 26th. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, Xbox One, PS4, and mm-hmm. PC. 
and it's it's called Battle Royale mode. That's what that's what the game was called. Hundred players going to a world with Fortnite mode with Fortnite building, you know, your forts and, your, and everything like that. Oh. Uh, and Last Man Survives wins, uh, and that's you know, that's the, <laughs> the the main thing behind PUBG is hundred people drop into an island. Last man went, uh, last man gets chicken dinner. It's the most dangerous game. Yeah, you uh, made into a game. That's fucking cool. I didn't know that. That's what oh, it's okay. like. Yeah, you dead, uh, you're dead. Yeah, and then like the oh, that's cool. Yeah, my my dad's. It's back. just a game mode. It's a game mode that should be like in any game. Yeah, that would, would be cool. And games have had it previously, and that's kind of where it's we're. It's a really big one that took off. Yeah, uh, but uh, so PUBG uh, people came out. Uh, Blue Hole, I think it was called, is the name of the company. Um, but that's that works with player unknown. <laughs> they help create this game. Blue whales uh, blow hole. Yes. Uh, but they, they came out... Uh, so this was announced a couple weeks ago. And then they came out just a few days ago. Pub, the PUBG people did. And uh, so a quote they, they came out with here. It's kind of a long one. But... Uh, excuse me. I'm going to quick. Oh, excuse me. Uh, so PUBG <laughs> mentions... Um, We've had an, out, an ongoing relationship with Epic Games throughout PUBG's development. As they are the creators of the Unreal Engine 4. Oh. Which is Epic Epic's engine they created. What I think they started with back with, it's a, it's an updated version of what Gears of War used uh, back in the day. So, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. I so, know Epic made them. Epic Games made that. Yep, and, and uh, I think they get five percent of whatever sales games that use Unreal Unreal Engine. Nice. So that's great. So they're making money off PUBG. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, it's the creators of the Unreal Engine Four. Uh, the engine we licensed for the game. Uh, after listening to the growing feedback from our community and reviewing the gameplay ourselves, we are concerned about that Fortnite may be replicating their experience for which PUBG is known. We have also noticed that Epic Games references PUBG and the promotion of Fortnite to their community and in communication with the press. Uh, this was never discussed with us, and we don't feel like don't feel like this is right. So what happened was when they announced that whenever when Epic announced that they're going to be like, hey, we are huge. Fans. They literally said we are huge fans of PUBG. And so they that influenced them to make their own PUBG uh, gameplay mode, uh, and now PUBG is upset about this and has now actually mentioned uh, direct quote further actions might be taken. Um, <laughs> oh, I get it now. I was backwards. <laughs> Epic Games, who made Fortnite, yeah, is the creators of Unreal Engine Four. Yes. Oh, Epic wow, this changes things completely. So, oh, PUBG weird. is using the Unreal Engine 4 for their open-world 100 oh. man Last Man Survive 1 game. That's, it all makes sense now, why they're angry. Okay. Well, they're they're angry because of the game mode more than the engine. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, this kind of annoys me uh, for a lot of reasons. First off, uh, I'm going to go a little bit right here. Yeah, yeah. PUBG is not the first uh, Last Man Survives wins game. This is like a game mode that's been it, that people have had for literally decades now. Uh, I'll say that the, the, the maybe they're probably the best one at it now, the most popular one at it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've, we've focused. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like GTA is not the first open world sandbox game. No. But they're the most popular one. Yeah. And they're the one that popularized they, they really it. raised the roof. Yeah. But it, <laughs> my point is, is that okay? GTA came out and then everybody tried making it, tried making a sandbox yep. open world game. And Rockstar never bitched about it, never complained about it. Uh, the, now there's games you can argue that might be better as open world games than GTA. Personally, for me, I've never been a GTA guy, yeah. but there's open world games that I've enjoyed way more than I've enjoyed GTA games. Um, and Epic, 
who made Gears of War, uh, created a really cool, and not created, but made a really great style of playing game, made a really great engine. And, yeah, Unreal Engine 2, 3, uh, like those are like yeah, a Bioshocks. And also, didn't, uh, wasn't Dead Space on Unreal Engine? Uh, I want to say yes. I don't remember. For part Pretty sure. Three. Anyways, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. But like Dead Space Three basically copied every like shitty um, uh, movie tying game. Like they just took the core elements of Gears of War and made a halfway decent playable game. Huh. Game like movie sh- shitty movie tying games actually I've never became played a Gears of War game. playable because of the the Gears of War style, where it's the third person like cover based shooter. Yeah, not the first to do it. Obviously, I'm, I don't but, want. Yeah. People have been copying the Epic game mode yeah. still to this day, over a decade later, and Epic never complained about it. And now PUBG and like and they're using their engine. Yeah, they're using their engine. They made their game, in which they licensed. They, yeah, they yeah, yeah. Which, which is would, yeah, uh, whatever. Legally, that's all fair and everything. Everybody agrees to it. That mm-hmm. Epic make, make money off this. Uh, is that when it, everything when it comes to making money or being competitive, any sort of thing. It's a copycat league. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, if, if, if a, a play style works in the NFL, two weeks later, somebody else is going to do that. Yep. And movies, if you see, it, like... It's, it's the people you remember the ones that created it. No, and sometimes that might not be the... Yeah, not always yeah. the truth, though, either. Most, you're more, exactly right. More times than not, that's not the case. The third whoever, guy. <laughs> whoever makes it... Sometimes it's just whoever yeah, you're totally does the right. most does popular it, version and of does it. And does it yeah. the best or more, more most uh, accessible? Yeah. Uh, you're right. So, it's... A lot of times, it's not the person who who You're made right. it; it's the person yep. who did it the best. Yep. Uh, and GTA just released a game mode a month ago, uh, uh, for the online mode, where I think it's eight or twelve players parachute into a uh, into a, <laughs> onto a, into the city. Last man that that survives so wins, cool. Which is literally what PUBG is, where a hundred yeah. people parachute into an island, and, and you can race inside Grand Theft Auto Five, and you yeah. don't hear like a Need for Speed getting mad. Yeah, but <laughs> nobody, nobody, like nobody said anything about GTA copying PUBG, and now we have Fortnite copying, and only because they said, "Hey, we love PUBG, so we're gonna do our own game mode." That's yeah, that's the what only from. reasoning why that they're making such a stink about Fortnite having that specific who, who, mode. <laughs> who made PUBG? I'm just curious. Player Unknown is the name of the guy. Oh yeah, that's so he came that's from part like, of the name. He, Player Unknown. Yeah, he. Uh, okay. Brandon, I think, is his name. Brad or Brandon Green, I think, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, is his real name, but his online persona is. But like, he has been a part of it. He's he helped create other game modes that are like, and been a part of like that made that like. This is just basically a, his a progression. Love child. Yeah, like he's helped make other games that ha- are game modes and other games that have had the the. Uh, Gotcha, yeah. play mode but he's just kind of like he's just made the perfect formula pretty much for player no background uh, I don't know it just it just drives me nuts we're like <coughs> if this guy's gonna get upset about Fortnite like wait till Ubisoft or EA or 2K or any other big guys out there like this is just this or, is this is getting copied a thousand times over. Yeah, I mean, and what what I don't know much about PUBG, but I'm sure they're copying people. I don't know what I mean. Obviously, they are. Everybody is. Yeah, like you said like maybe not copying, but getting inspiration from yeah. doing things in your own way. I don't know. It's, it's for them. Like I'm not. Sh- I'm sure it's probably the biggest thing that ever happened to a player unknown. I can assume uh, to make a stink about this. Is is just like 
is stupid to me because it makes you look like you're kind of a crybaby. And, <laughs> and like, uh, I don't think that the Epic Games and uh, Fortnite is going to really eat a chunk out of PUBG because of Phenomena. Yeah. Well, mm, I'm not sure about that. And here's a couple of good examples. Go for, yeah, go for Here's it. an example of that. We all know about uh, Overwatch, right? But mm-hmm. we also know that there is actually a free-to-play game that's sort of similar to Overwatch, but uh, there is concurrently like maybe like over a million-something players on this uh, Steam free-to-play game that plays similarly to Overwatch, and that and it has been credited, I would oh. think, to get some bits of like the chunks out of the pie in terms of like say what Overwatch is initially done for Blizzard and stuff. Now, how that relates to this current case right there is, I believe that Fortnite having this sort of like a mode that's similar to say Player Unknown's Battleground and stuff. Yes, it does take away a little piece of the pie that would have otherwise went to PUBG. But I would admit, I wouldn't say that it probably wouldn't be as big of a chunk as maybe some would expect. But it would still derive certain profits and certain other types of like players coming towards that game maybe some potential revenue as saying if uh say fortnite did not have that specific type of mode but when this comes into this sort of situation and stuff to where dude this dude is basically going off i'm like on this uh on uh the creators of fortnite and stuff on just like mentioning his game specifically inside there well that on like ep what was this? Two K's part, Epics. Oh God, who Epic, makes Fortnite? Yeah. Uh, uh, Epic Games. Epic is yeah, they're okay. their own independent company. God, no. I wasn't really too sure for that for a minute. <laughs> I kept thinking Two K for a minute, but uh, in terms of like Epic and stuff, that really isn't that smart of an idea though. Just to list off the name of the specific like game, you can maybe yeah. make mentions. I mean, you can maybe make mentions of like. You know, paying nods to without openly specifically naming the thing, which kind of just sounds like this is exactly what this is. It's just basically like PUBG's like maker pretty much getting pissed because, oh hey, they specifically called this out, blah blah blah, and so on and so forth, and had the audacity to release their own version of my game inside this mode. It's like, you know, for one, he's not going to get very much into say a legality point with Epic Games because for one. No matter where, no matter what, gaming has been... Other forms of media have been borrowing specific types of things from other artists and stuff for years. Same thing applies to the gaming industry. Tyler, you already went on a rant in terms of... For like, sure. ...what has gone on with, uh, say, the borrowings of specific mechanics, recovered mechanics from Gears of War, and this and do that and stuff. But in this specific instance, it's just not going to mean too much at all. To be perfectly honest, he could say that he's going to file some class action lawsuit or whatever the hell. This doesn't necessarily mean he's going to amount to anything in terms of progression of, oh, hey, they'll finally take down this mode. Because I guarantee you probably in another month or so, we're probably not going to even, we're probably going to hear a little bit of like maybe a rescinding comment. It's like, oh, hey, yeah, um, yeah, never mind. Continue playing, you know, just sort of yeah. thing. It's it's People are making a lot bigger of a deal of this than it actually is. <laughs> yeah i will say that real quick you open my eyes to the other side though too uh this is kind of like i kind of imagine like at work 
if you're like at work at a place like where you, uh, but it's different though because like you, you're, it's almost like your boss because you're licensing, licensing, licensing something from somebody. Yes. And uh, you're using their engine, and then like the, yeah, they're, they're already profiting off you anyways because your idea to a certain point, but right. you wouldn't be able to do it without their engine. I think that's where, why this is a, a thing at all. It's just because what you, you guys probably already said is it just because it's the relationship thing. It would be weird. If I was him, actually, I would feel like... First off, I'd be like, I'm never doing business with him ever again. Mm. Just personally. I'm not... No matter... Like, if I if I work with him, they're just going to make their own thing. It's cool. I will say, though, like, in, in uh, Epic Games' defense, like, I like how they say... Maybe it's like they're using their name, but also like they're saying that like, we love this game and the like, guys are cool. But right. also it's like, ah oh, man, it's, it's tricky because I I can see both sides and it's it's kind of a gray area for me. It is see, kind of I, a sticky situation my, because yeah. Well, to me, just because of the the you have a relationship, a business relationship, but nothing was ever agreed to it, and nothing was agreed against it apparently. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. But like you said, you'll probably it'll be forgotten about. Go ahead, Tyler. But I have a few things with this. One, I think, uh, like I said, GTA did the exact same thing. You know, you goddamn know that there's gonna be twenty different versions of this. Like, yep, everybody's gonna have any online game is gonna have a version of this in the next couple of years. And you know, damn sure they're not gonna say, "Hey, we love PUBG." <laughs> so my my thing is like, I give credit to Epic. We're like, "Hey, we love PUBG." And we have our game that we just came out, and we want to do that too. And like, so they gave them the credit where credit deserved. Where GTA didn't, they just completely ignored the fact that PUBG even exists. And I respect, I, I can respect that more. Yeah, to the I point get, where I it's like, that. hey, we're giving, we're giving credit where credits due. Yeah, we're gonna respect what you guys did. Sounds like here's, that. It sounds nice. Here's what a respectful. Well, thing nobody to else do. does that ever. Like nobody, like in, in movies, music, whatever. Nobody gives credit really, rarely ever. Um, to the original or like what made it popular or anything like that. Uh, I respect it more from that in that standpoint. Is like we love the we love this game, and we have a game that's way different than what PUBG is. Yeah, and we're just gonna add a similar game. That's like, so true. Like, yeah, I forgot about that too. It's has, so different. Yeah, like every other Such game a has type of game. Call of Duty made kills confirmed. Now every game has a kill confirmed game mode. Yep, or has team deathmatch or capture the flag. That that shit came yeah. from somewhere, but they don't give them credit for where it came from. You know what I envision about this whole thing? I see both sides. But like I want to sit with both of them, like kind of like they have a dispute. They're especially like uh, the PUBG dude is like more angry than this guy. This guy's yeah. kind of like, I'm giving you a compliment, and like we, you know, we let you license, you license yeah. the whatever. You couldn't have it. With <laughs> you couldn't have without us. I mean, I don't think they'd say that because from this quote, but like uh, it'd be like one of those things you kind of like talk down if you could, because like it just seems like a disconnected thing. Like maybe they should, maybe they should be like, hey. Like, we can do whatever we want to, but is it cool? I don't know. That's weird. It's a weird yeah. thing. It's, like, it's it's just like a very personal thing. It's not like a giant group of people that are angry at another giant group of people. It sounds like more just like one guy is angry, like it sounds. But it's just, it's it's kind of comp- more complicated that way in some ways because, like, you almost have, have to sit him down in a room and just talk to him if you're going to try to resolve it. Yeah. <laughs> like, get well, together and realize that, like, you're kind of a... You know, you're kind of going. You're going a little overboard with your anger, anger yeah. towards just, epic it, games. It sounds petty to me. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get that. I get both sides, and that's what I think. It's 
What I think I think uh, they're a little more petty. Yeah. Well, especially in a game like Fortnite, where like what's 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 face it that PUBG is sold over ten million. Who knows? Maybe eleven, twelve million by this point. Yeah. Uh, copies and Fortnite's maybe sold a million. So this is a game you're you're destroying. Yeah. As far as sales goes, and now you just gave it free publicity. It's like, hey, you guys took our game mode that everybody loves, and people are like, oh shit, this game that's on everything now, not just Steam. Like people, like someone like me is like, I don't, I don't have a, I could, I could play yeah, yeah. PUBG on my console or on my computer. I don't want to play it on there. Though. I only play right. games on my, my console. Otherwise, you wouldn't have a PS4 or an Xbox yeah. One or whatever. So it's like, well, now I could play that game for free on my <laughs> PS4 and Xbox. Okay, and when they're when they're they're charging thirty dollars for this game on Steam. And it's coming to consoles later this year. Yeah, no, you're it's like you just hurt yourself more. Yeah, I think that I think that might be part of it too. Is the fact that it's also coming to console before PUBG gets gets to go to console. Yeah. So now you're just you're maybe that's where you're eating at their audience at. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot there's, to it. There is, and it's literally the, this is a very personal. It sounds like it's so personal to him. Yeah. It like I said, this isn't something he created. This is something they did. This is, they're not the first ones to do it. The first, they're maybe the, they're the, obviously the biggest to ever do it. Right. It's like my, Minecraft's not the first. Wasn't the first Minecraft type game. Like there's, there's several Minecraft type yeah. games, and they just they just found the best formula. Best and formula. They, they, they made it popular. Destruct gold. Yeah, and it just sucks because like PUBG is like this organically made game. This isn't like some AAA hype machine game. Right. It this is a game that just up, came on never Steam. Never knew anything about it. All of a sudden, yeah, everyone's talking about it a little bit like i don't know still know a whole much but it sounds cool what you told me like, yeah like, oh, but the game sounds interesting concept yeah theory and if it's all cool. focused on that that's makes that mode way better than any other side mode would be like in the other game so why do you care yeah your game's focused on that it sounds like and if you're confident your game's gonna do better than anybody else yeah and that, that's the point is so like oh cool you yeah. know they're giving me props and they're doing their own thing because uh, we inspired them yeah you even know we were inspired by Rails too. Epic's probably <laughs> more, got more fans than what PUBG has at this point. When they hear PUBG, it's like, oh, cool, what's PUBG? And like, they might have found pe- people might have bought PUBG because of Epic. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, it's just it, this game is so it, it's from like the groundswell of this game. I haven't seen anything like this maybe since Rocket League. It's definitely maybe maybe bigger than Rocket League was. Yeah, but Rocket League had the backing of being a PS Plus game. This game, oh, yeah. this game released on Steam. Or ninety. Well, I know what you mean, though. Kind of like this kind of popped out of nowhere. Yeah, it just it just came out of nowhere, and just like there's no there's no ads, nothing. It just and now it sold ten plus million copies out there. Yeah, and nobody's had even any, even more of a feat than Rocket League. Yeah, and despite all of the issues with the game, it's early access, blah, blah blah, whatever. Like this is just something you don't need. Is just like coming off kind of like, Ugh, okay. It's like someone. Yeah, it's like. It's like yeah, it's like uh, telling Miyamoto, uh, "Yo, dude, your game is so cool. We're gonna make our own. Like it." He's like, "Good luck." Yeah, <laughs> like he's not gonna get mad and pout at you. We're not the first podcast ever. We're no. not the first podcast about video games. We're not the first one to talk about what we've been playing in the news. Like we are not an original fucking podcast. <laughs> but like the people that created podcasts upset about it. I highly doubt it. No, you know what I mean. And if like if we had some original formulas and we copied it, whatever, you know, yeah. like this is little things that inspired you and they work and you like it. Yeah, that's that's my point to it. It's just when I read that, it's just like ugh. it's like get over yourselves a little bit yeah. here. 
calm down, get off your high horse. Like, I'm happy you're still doing well, but calm down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, no, that's not my point. No, that's a good discussion. Even though, like, I don't know much about those games, but this just the thing that happened was interesting. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I agree, like, with both of you, but I, I lean towards the side, I guess, of it not really being that big of a deal. Quit crying. Yeah. Did, it's not helping. No. If anything, I mean, it's not the way to do it if there really is a, a huge issue that I'm unaware of. Don't be Donald Trump. Put the phone <laughs> down. Donald Trump. <laughs> Please stop talking. Please. Everything will go fine. You can stop redeem doing. yourself. Watch the newest episode of South Park. And I haven't seen it. Put the phone down. I need to watch it. You should watch it. Uh, it's great. Uh, <laughs> Trump should watch it too and take advice from that show. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's probably watched it over and over again since it came out. That's all he's been doing. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. He should. And, but obviously it's not working. Because he's, tw- he's... He's a... <laughs> saying too much. He's saying not the right things. He's a, he's a white man born into billions of dollars oh, tweeting at no. self-made black men in the NFL about privilege. So, oh. anyways, oh. Uh, self-made, huh? <laughs> yes, they're self-made millionaires. Uh, we'll see about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How dare you, Neil? <laughs> Fuck you, assholes. Sorry, I can only deal with Trump so much in a day without making a comment about it. Uh, <laughs> anyways, sorry, Steph Curry didn't show up this week like we hoped. <laughs> uh, he said no, so I took back my invitation. Because uh, it's an honor to be on the show. Um, it was an honor. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, but anyways, thank you guys for listening. If you want to hear more from us, uh, we have a Facebook page and group. is Drunk Nerds Podcast. Like and join us on there. On Twitter, we are at Drunk Nerds Pod. Follow us on there. And on YouTube, Drunk Nerds Podcast. Subscribe to us on there. Podcast goes up there as well. Like that show. Uh, tell us friends. Subscribe as well. Uh, and on iTunes, we're uh, Drunk Nerds Podcast, Drunk Nerds Podcast. Uh, subscribe to us on there. Give us a five star review, five stars preferably. Four is okay. Uh, leave a comment. We'll shout out on the show. If you're from a weird country, uh, that's not America, because if you're not from America, it's weird. Um, let us know. Uh, send us a message on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, whatever, and I'll find it and I'll shout you out on the show. And also on Twitch, uh, Drunk Nerds Podcast on there. So follow us on there. Sense friend request because we like friends. We like having friends. Friends is good. Uh, friends is awesome. You got a friend in me. Um, <laughs> to quote Toy Story. Uh, yeah, other than that, check us out in all those places. Oh, I love that song. Thanks for listening. Uh, that's Randy. Be, yeah, Randy Newman. It's going to be second hair for the rest of the month. <laughs> yep. Probably the next 10 years. Uh, it's like tinnitus, you know? Randy Newman has that voice in your head. <laughs> you got a friend in me. It's like a weird buzzing noise in the back of your ear. Uh <laughs> But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I was your host as always. I was Tom. I've been Justin. <laughs> and I've been Colonel Gables. Oh, so until Colonel. next week, everyone, you get a friend of me. Colonel Gables. <laughs> Bob Dylan's coming to town. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Just remember yeah. what your old pal said, boy. You got a friend. Friend of me. Yeah, you got a friend in me. Yeah, good night, Some folks might be a little smarter. Bigger and stronger, too. I forgot the words to this But you know there's not a thing or nothing that I wouldn't do. <laughs> I don't know. Let's be racist. Keep it. Keep it. Tonight. Keep it. Tonight. Tonight. Tonight.
three times the lady. Bye, guys. beers there anyways we're on itunes now so go on there check us out and if you like us leave us a review and we'll even shout you out and jack will send you his credit card number